welcome to Everyday Fitness Radio. And I'm your host, Desmond Harris. This podcast is brought to you by Green Ink Radio. Thanks for tuning in. What's going on, everybody? My name is Desmond Harris, and welcome to Everyday Fitness Radio. I'm very excited to have our episode today with a really special guy. His name's Tommy Minor. Tommy Meyer. <laughs> he is a New York City police officer for eight years. He's been plant-based for the last two, and he currently is the social media manager for his sister's vegan, gluten-free baking company called Pride and jo- Pride and Joy which bakes chocolate chip cookies, Italian rainbow cookies, oatmeal, cranberry cookies, fudge brownies, and a whole lot more. So, Tommy, thanks for taking the time out of your day to come on and have a chat with me. I'm super happy to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Just uh, left the gym, did a, ran like four miles, so I'm feeling really good. Nice, my man. I was hyped when you told me you did that today. <laughs> yeah, I always try to... Every other day, you got to do something. Otherwise, you don't. You could fall back. Yeah, definitely. Are you? Uh, so, are you? Are you looking to get into to running more these days? Is that your current goal? Yeah, yeah. I've been picking it up more and more. Um, now, since it's colder out, you know, I tend to go to the gym and run on the treadmill. But uh, I like to be outside and uh, run outside a lot. It's fun, you know, with hills. And I live in a hilly area, so it's a lot of challenging areas if you want to go that way. Yeah, nice. I'm the same way. I love running outdoors. I usually, I usually find myself in the treadmill in the wintertime as well. Um, yeah. You know, just because you got to, you got to figure out how to get it done. Sometimes, especially here in New England, it's just uh, we get crazy. You know, we get crazy weather sometimes. Yeah, well, it's fun. Recently, uh, I joined a gym and it's in front of a food store. So I tell myself, I, I put myself like at seven point and I'm like, well, the next, the fifth person that comes in, I'll drop it down to four so I'm like, where's this fifth person? Why aren't they going to the food store? And then when they when they go in, then I'm like, oh, thank God. And I bring it down like 4.0 and then I make another game with myself. Otherwise, it's so boring running on the treadmill. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good interval right there. That's a really cool way to mix it up on the treadmill. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Got to change it up every now and then. Yeah, you got it, man. Especially in the treadmill, because it's like you're you're moving, but you're not really going anywhere. So the more you can, you know, the more you can mix it up and make it interesting, the better. Definitely. Cool, man. So, um, yeah, dude. So tell us, uh, let's talk about like, your plant-based diet. What, what influenced you to go plant-based? So, uh, I was just feeling really like shitty and I just felt like, you know, I was doing the routine. I was waking up, commuting to the city and just feeling sluggish. And just even to get out of bed was, was like difficult almost. Like I was about 230 pounds. And, um, you know, like a lot of stuff was bad with me my cholesterol was bad. Um, just outlook on life was not the best, you know, cause it's just when you don't feel good, you don't think good. Mm-hmm. So that's so true. Then I, yeah, then I, my sister, she, um, has the, the company you mentioned earlier, but she always would make, uh, vegan dishes because she's been vegan longer than me. And, uh, you know, every now and then I would try it, but I'd always be skeptical. And even if I liked it, I would say I wouldn't because everyone, well, a lot of people, they want to like make fun of a plant-based or vegan diet, what have you. Um, 
but it t- this stuff tasted good. So I kept looking into it a little bit, like, a little bit, but I always had it in the back of my mind that like, where do you get your protein? And like, yep. this doesn't, this isn't like a real diet or you think of like skinny vegans and people that probably would faint because they don't have enough calories. But then, um, yeah, by the I way, just, uh, vegan, vegan baking is delicious. Like the vegan sweets are so good. Yeah, you don't need like the eggs or the the milk and yeah. you know the butter. There's so many other alternatives now. Like I actually just made um chocolate covered pretzels uh for um my fiance's family and uh I put it on my story on Instagram. Should I make these for work? And people were freaking out. So actually after we get off the phone, I have to make like 50 chocolate covered pretzels. Oh wow. So so yeah, yeah. Sometimes uh you don't want to be sharing information because then you got to make it for everybody, but it's, yeah. uh, it's fun. You know, and it's nice to show people that, you know, they're not missing out if you don't use like uh, milk chocolate or, you know, it's, it's a pretzel. So it's vegan. So it's like, it's really mm-hmm. a good treat and it's not horrible for you at the same time. Yeah, man. That, that's, that, that's awesome, man. Yeah. And I think that's what's alluring to a lot of people with uh, vegan sweets is I know that, uh, I mean, there's a general consensus that, you know, it is, you know, slightly, you know, it can be healthier for you, but, um, you know, to go back to my question. So like, yeah. what, what was really the, the, the big factor for you to, to really take on the plant-based thing? You mentioned that there was a few things that you were kind of questioning, like, uh, is this a real yeah. diet where you get your protein, like skinny vegans, like I can't yeah. believe the food's kind of nasty, or maybe that's what your thought, but, and then you, were, you also mentioned like you were a little concerned with like how you were feeling health wise, your energy was low. So yep. was there any one thing in particular that made you say, let me just jump ship and give this a shot. Was there a documentary or maybe one of your friends? Oh no, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, so I didn't really have much help with it except for right. um, my, my own research. And then I made an Instagram account and then I started looking up like vegan food and uh different uh, different ideas and then I work in New York City so there's a ton of places so I was learning about those new restaurants to go to and um I guess when I was just following like vegan bodybuilders like me and my Delgado and um a bunch of people but uh then I would see like some slaughter footage and I'm like mm. yeah but this can't be real like maybe this is like how McDonald's gets their food and then the more you look into it the more you see of it and I was just like kind of shocked like I was pissed off that like my whole life like I've been eating the standard American diet and I don't have to because I think yeah there's a lot of money there's a lot of medications involved with it where the animals eat 75 percent of antibiotics in the world that are made by the medical industry so it's just it's being told something throughout your whole life and it's completely wrong or you can't eat that way but there's a better way to eat I feel so then I w- looked at Forks Over Knives on Netflix, and then they okay. just keep giving you more and more suggestions because that's what Netflix does. And I felt like I was just in a different world. It was just, why is all this information out there? And if you do it, people try to make fun of you. It's like, you want to help. Like, I'm a police officer. Yeah, I'm, it's like I'm no one's talking I'm supposed about to be. Yeah, but like, I'm supposed to be helping people, but at the same time, after i uh, arrest someone for doing something to a person then i'm supposed to eat down and eat a chicken or whatever i'm eating and then it's like why is their life better than ours i know that sounds like kind of silly but if you really think about it if they really they have a 
their own personalities. You know, if you put 10 chickens in a room, each one is going to do something different than the other. They're not robots. It's not like we're just eating something that doesn't have um, a brain. They're sentient beings. Yeah, so, man, you're right. It's not that silly, man. Like there's definitely like an ethical line to draw. You know what I mean? And for me, um, that was that was kind of something I was also shocked with when I started my plant-based journey a few years ago is, uh, you know, I watched a couple of those films about the meat industry and how things are done. And dude, I was right there with you. I was like, nah, this is, this is, this, this can't be like, this isn't general practice. It's just one crazy farm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was telling myself yeah. that the same thing. Cause I think for us as people, you know, we all like to believe that we're doing the best that we can and we're like supporting the right things and we want to keep our morals aligned. Yeah. When you see those kind of films, it's kind of, there's a little bit of like a shock factor and you're like, is this really legit? You want to, you want to question it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Well, even, um, even Canada, they actually took dairy out of their food guide, food guidelines, uh, saying that you don't need dairy to, to, to live, you know, everyone thinks like, Oh, calcium, calcium, calcium. If you look at countries that drink the most amount of calcium, that the highest amount of osteoporosis. So it's totally the opposite of what they've been saying yes. all along. Honestly, man, but if I saw you... that this year. That was this year that came out, right? Yeah, it was the beginning of the year. Beginning of 2019. Yeah, they did their, their yeah. Canada did their new 2019 dietary guidelines. And if you look yep. at their plate, I think there was a very, very slim amount. Of, I think they included the dairy, but it was very slim. It was mostly uh, like... The... Yeah, they had like a yogurt, yeah. I want to say. And then, um, and the rest of the plate was mostly, uh, like, you know, plants, vegetables. There were some legumes. Yeah. yeah, totally plant. Yeah, totally plant. Yeah, I think they had like a small piece of steak or whatever. But like, you know, for the average person, that's still better off than eating animal products three, four times a day. Oh, a hundred percent, without a doubt, man, without a doubt. Like, if you look at that and compare it to the current U.S. dietary guideline, there's a big difference in how that plate looks nutritionally. Yeah, I haven't even looked at it in like the last two years just because i know that i'll be just get mad you know like because it's just <clears> like <throat> obviously like i'm thriving off this diet now i would never go back the other way but i just feel bad for all the people that do think that's the correct way to eat because i was at a restaurant the other day and they were talking about how this kid drinks so much yogurt and the one lady was uh talking the other one she's like oh that's so good for you i'm just like keeping my mouth shut i'm like uh-huh like okay like because sometimes you, you you know so much knowledge and you want to tell other people, but then you're that crazy vegan. Meanwhile, you just want to share your knowledge and maybe they would uh, be interested or maybe try to drink almond milk instead of uh, whole milk or whatever it is, you know, just little by little. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's like that's the approach I try to take with people, just little by little. And you know what I mean? But what I really try to teach people is, um, you know, just to have that balance and guidance towards what is more optimal. What we know now is there's a lot of studies out there that have shown, you know, having a plant-based diet is the only diet that's been shown to reduce a lot of these health factors when it comes to high blood pressure. Yeah. And uh, when you talk about dairy and yogurt, I think it's, I could be wrong in the statistic, but I think it's like somewhere between 75 to 85% of people are actually lactose intolerant. Yeah. So they don't include, they don't have, you know, they don't produce the enzyme to break down lactose. The research I did on that, it says that people that are like never had cows in their, um, like in their country or wherever they, li- they live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are more lactose intolerant than like Americans. So they say like African-Americans, Chinese, people like that. Um, they're a lot of times lactose intolerant 
and then they just are they they're like oh I'll just take a pill it's like well if you don't have you don't have to take the pill just stop eating or but I believe that's what I was reading is that it's like country origin like depends on how long your country's been drinking the dairy and then your body conforms to it it makes a lot of sense of like why people would have different enzyme makeups like that i think um i looked into it a lot too figured out like you know me and dairy don't get along too well if you are lactose intolerant you can get away with drinking and having dairy products it's just the way the body breaks it down is just much more taxing on the body people should really look at alternatives you probably feel a lot better having the alternative because your body is able to break down those nutrients much better yeah yeah what it comes down to is just trying to optimize your health now that you've been vegan for a little bit of time, um, I think, or plant-based for at least two years now, what what are the health benefits that you're experiencing? What have you seen change? Has your energy level changed? Are you finding that you're feeling more strong or recovering from your workouts differently? Talk to me about that. Like I said, I was like 230 pounds, and I was actually jo- going to join the military at the time, and they told me I wasn't even fit to join the military. And that's when it was like a slap in the face. I was like, what are you talking about? I was 20, I was like 28, I guess. And they told me that. And I was just like, I got to do something. But now I'm like about 190 pounds, but I work out now. So I have more muscle mass than, you know, back then. Mm-hmm. And my cholesterol is going down a little bit. It's not 100% better because it's hereditary. And then just the whole outlook on life is just totally different. You, When you go to sleep, you're not, you don't feel like crap. You know, you just feel like, okay, I'm ready to go to sleep. And you don't have, you also have that, the mindfulness is that you didn't kill all those animals today when you didn't have to. I know that's, it's just, you you just have like a mind, a seat of peace because you just feel like you're not, you're not eating something that's enslaved. Just like, you just look at everything differently. You know, you just, you just feel like everything has a purpose. And then you also feel amazing that you could show people other recipes that taste really good. And it just helps you with even your, um, your self-esteem in a way, because now you look better. People are commenting on you at work and it, sometimes you have to, you have to learn like a different recipe but once you learn that recipe or once you go to the food store and you read the, the back of a, a nutrition guide a couple of times, you're going to know what you can eat. You're going to know what is not uh, doesn't have animal products in it. So you just feel like a lot better overall. Like I said, mindset, I was getting man boobs and I was just like, <laughs> you know, like yep. it, it sucked. <laughs> and then like, but if you I mean, if you look at most people that are overweight, that's what they have because it's just like, and then also that's a lot from estrogen from all the the chicken too, because that's the only reason why chicken breasts are so big is because they give them estrogen. So guys at work, they're like, oh, you're going to eat more tofu? I'm like, well, did you have chicken today or did you have dairy? You know what's inside that? Estrogen. So there's more estrogen inside that. And there's cytoestrogen inside of soy, which is not estrogen, which is really good as Game Changers, the documentary. And that explains a lot scientifically. It's actually a really good film for people that are just even interested in consuming more plants and less meat because it's just, it's a 2019 film. So it's very on top of uh, getting people to watch it rather than it's like a boring documentary and it's not really affecting many people or doesn't seem like it relates to you. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting about the estrogen thing inside of tofu. Um, And yeah, I did watch the uh, Game Changers film. It is a really great documentary. So you guys listening, 
go check that out. It definitely gives a new perspective on the plant-based diet and being um, vegan or vegetarian. And I think my biggest takeaway from the film was, you know, they did have some really good, um, like hearty science. And overall, I just liked how I think the goal of the film was to show that being plant-based and being a high performer as possible. And they definitely did that. They mentioned a lot of great athletes who are owning their own fields and sports and they're doing great on a plant-based diet. I think that, you know, that's what a lot of people got to see nowadays is just like, Hey, you can be a high performer or you can be the average person and, you know, optimize your health through having a plant-based diet. And you don't have to have the typical standard American diet to, to get that done. You mentioned uh, you were having better sleep, more energy. Is that like a drastic switch for you once you started to go plant-based? You- yeah. Cause you're just like, I feel like you just, you have all that food inside of you. And like, I was, I wasn't eating a little, like I was eating like the normal amount of people eat. And I thought, and I, I never eat McDonald's like once in a while I'll go to Wendy's and I would get like a grilled chicken sandwich with like lettuce and tomato on it, no mayo. And I'm like, the water from the lettuce is going to make it like taste like it has a sauce. Like I was super healthy. Like I, what what were the other things you were eating before you decided to go plant-based? Um, Trader Joe's chicken, the one that's like marinated and cooked. Uh-huh. That was like, that was really good. Like it was just easy to, to cut up and just throw in a meal prep. Um, I was eating, uh, I think it was Fage yogurt. It was like the Greek yogurt steak every now and then, but I wasn't a huge meat eater. And then, uh, eggs, like sometimes I would go to a deli and order like seven eggs and like all the vegetables and cheese and always a lot of cheese. Yeah. How about, so, yeah, pro- like how about I, the processed foods? Any, 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 uh, not really. No, no, okay. no. Um, once in a while, like maybe at like Christmas time, whatever we would have like pepperoni and cheese and sausage or whatever, like sausage and peppers I would have sometimes, but I wasn't eating like a ton of animal products, but when I took them all out, it really made a difference. So, but I, it was, oh, it was never like, even if I had a salad, like I put chicken in it or I put eggs in it, or like, I would never feel like I always thought in the back of my head protein. Cause that's every single thing. If you go down the, the aisles now, they're even putting how many grams of protein on pasta. Like that's how bad this is getting because everyone's like low carb, low carb, high protein. And you're not a bodybuilder. The average person doesn't need 200 grams of protein. You need like 50, 60, 70 grams of protein pretending, like, pretending what type of lifestyle. Like if you work mm-hmm. at a desk, that's true. You work at a de- that's very true. Yeah. A lot of people think they need like 100 to 120 grams of protein a day. And it's like, yeah. unless you're, unless you're training pretty hard, um, you, you got to put that protein to use. You know what I mean? And my biggest, yeah. like, my biggest thing, I guess, to be critical on what I see a lot with, um, and just, just with people and their nutrition especially people who work out, it's like they go so hard on their protein and they also, they don't really balance it out with the amount of fiber they have. So a lot of, yeah. if you're not, if you're not, if you don't have fiber to, to allow that protein to pass through or you're not working hard enough um, physically to actually, you know, put that protein to work, that stuff's going to end up causing, it could possibly cause more inflammation and just clog up your system and, it, and you're going to feel like it's just sitting in your stomach. Yeah. Well, they say, I think it's like four to five days for a steak to actually leave your body because it's just, it, you're, you're eating flesh. So when you're eating flesh, especially a steak, it takes so long for it to pass compared to like, if you eat a salad in like 45 minutes, you're going to have to go to the bathroom. 
you know, it's just, that's how it is. <laughs> that's, it's like, it easily breaks down. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's why, um, you know, that's why I truly think, you know, going plant-based is the balance for people. Even if like people are having a hard time just cutting out meat directly, make that ratio switch. You know what I mean? Make that ratio switch. It's going to really help your, help your digestion and it's just going to optimize your diet overall. How's it been with your fellow police officers as you as you go about making the switch? What's your what's their reaction been to you? Are they taking are they supporting you? Are they are they being open minded or are some of them hopping on board with you making this plant based switch? So uh, yeah, in the, in the beginning it was like you know soy boy and this kind of thing. <laughs> soy they, boy, they like <laughs> I, yeah yeah. Never heard that one before. That's a good one. Well, I mean, I work with like 200 guys. Yeah. Like, just where I report to. Um, Soy so, boy. You know, <laughs> yeah. But um, so, yeah, like they, they would not really care that much. But if we went to go to for our lunch period, then, you know, they're like, oh, God, I'm working with this guy. Like, because then they, they were like, well, I don't want to go there. And I'm like, and then like, usually I would, I, would, I train a lot of the new guys. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'll tell you what. I'm going to pay for your lunch if you, if you don't like it. And I'm like, at a hundred percent, like, I don't care. Oh, you're the man. You're, you're too nice. Yeah. I'm sure they took you up on that one. Yeah. So these guys, they're making like $50,000 starting and they're like, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, if you don't like it, I'll pay for it. So I've never had to pay for someone's lunch. So, cause like you've got to realize. Oh, like, that's, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah. So like, there's there's companies out there now like impossible burger beyond me um there's vegan cheeses out there it's so much yeah, easier now to try it um compared to years ago where it was strictly like you know whole food plant-based which is the the what you want to end up trying to reach but in the beginning people feel like they need that meat and then those companies come into play Oh yeah, absolutely, man. The 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 marketplace landscape for being uh, on a plant based diet has totally changed over the last four five years. It's pretty incredible. It really is incredible. Yeah, I mean, even look at Beyond Meat stock. It came out IPO, I think, was like forty five and on the market, and then it shot up to two twenty two um, after like seven days. So people that ended up buying it in the beginning they made like thousands and thousands of dollars now it like settled down to like 76 because that's where like it found its place on the market but you know who would think that fake meat would be 222 dollars a share that's it's insane yeah yeah it really is insane that stuff took off when it got when it got in it took off and i think it is still going to do well you know what i mean I think it's going to help a lot of people transition, whether it's like the most optimal thing to have those kind of fake meats every day. I'm still not sure that the uh, scientific jury is out on that yet, but I just know that, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, it is a transition phase and it's helping a lot of people just, you know, make that transition in their diet. Yeah. Like if I have people over that aren't uh, vegan or plant-based, like I'll, we'll make something like a vegan chili, but we'll use like uh, beyond meat inside of it or something like that. And then they, they feel like they're not missing anything. Or like uh, Beyond Sausage, which is actually really good. Um, it cooks just like sausage, too. That's actually I've made sausage and peppers with it. And I had a housewarming. Everyone came over, and at the end, I'm like, that wasn't sausage. And they're all looking around like, well, what did I just eat? It's like, <laughs> but you, you know, you just, oh, they're, they're like, no, it was sausage. They're fighting me. I'm like, I'll show you the package. Like, But it's funny how, how strong companies have become. And 
the countless amount of lives that are being saved by these companies making yeah. new ideas. Absolutely. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. And it's just making that switch. Cause I think what's going to help people realize is, um, a lot, at least for me in my journey, like I was, when I, when I, when I used to eat meat all the time, I was basically chasing, I was chasing that satiation, right? I was chasing the protein, of course, but I was chasing mm-hmm. the satiation of being like, all right, I'm satisfied. I've hit my quota. Like my body is full. I don't need any more. Like I'm done. You know what I mean? And the moment yeah. I was able to do that on a plant-based diet, that's, that's what really made the cognitive shift for me. And I was like, all right, these animal based proteins, I don't exactly need anymore because I can satiate myself and still you know, crush my workouts and manage my energy on a plant-based diet. So like, I think once people get that feeling, whether it's through having a vegan sausage or just having a really a nice, uh, well-balanced Buddha bowl, when they actually can yep. have a plant-based meal and get satiated and feel like the nutritional energy come from that meal, that is what I really think is going to help people make the shift more and more every single day. And we're kind of seeing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. For I sure. did not to mention too, is like a lot of the guys at work, they'll They'll go to Spanish boxes, whatever places, whatever they have like their meat and everything. And then they're like, Oh, I have the itis and they need like a 30 minute nap. And then like, but I'm just sitting there and I don't, I don't feel sluggish after my food because it's not a foreign object to your body. It's meant to be consumed. It's, it's growing, you know, it's not like it's growing not to be eaten. Yeah. So uh, then like, I'm trying, I'll be like, yo, I'm going to bring uh food in next week for you to try it. And they're like, this is really good. And then, they're sitting around they're like wait i don't feel tired okay all right i'm like tell me in an hour how you feel they're gonna be like i'm still full i'm like yeah because you're eating fiber like you're eating something that your body actually needs exactly just like garbage and processed foods your body is confused what to do with itself and it needs to your body needs to take a rest to digest that food exactly man now you're touching on something that's like big whether you're plant-based or not and that is just having like whole whole foods that's not that's not processed right yeah processed food is like the worst thing in the world for you it really is and it's hard for people to get away from now nowadays but um you know the the path is getting clearer and clearer you know through people uh like yourself who are taking this taking this journey serious and trying to share it with people and um you know those companies out there who are trying to make you know real whole produce more accessible and just more attractive for the average person to have and they're like all right i want this so yeah. I want I want to know more about your 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 uh your vegan journey in New York City. What are your, some of your favorite vegan spots in the city? I'm very lucky because I do work in New York City, and there's tons and tons of options. So if you're ever out in the city, like I'm going to tell you a bunch of spots. But um, if you're not in the city, I highly recommend uh, Happy Cow. Happy Cow is an app that you will show you everything in the area that's vegan or um, vegetarian, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like three, $3. And there's, there's another way you could download it. And like, you can't write reviews, but that, that way is free. And then you could just see what's in your area. But, um, okay. So it's called happy cow. Uh, you download yeah. it and it's basically what, like Google maps for vegan restaurants. It's it's like Yelp. Okay. It's, it's like Yelp for vegans Yelp for vegan. or vegetarians. Okay. And, uh, what's the name again? One more time. Happy, happy, H-A-P-P-Y space C-O-W. Happy So cow. it's like, cool. yeah, like the cows are happy because you're not eating them. <laughs> but, <laughs> Love um, it. Yeah. And then um, some of the restaurants, they'll have a sticker of the happy cow in front of the restaurant. If they're, um, if they're a vegan restaurant, they're going to have that sticker because happy cow will send them that sticker to oh, put in their establishment. All right, cool. It's neat. I wish I knew that when I was there last year. Cool. Yeah. So, um, but I would say 
the best places are um, Spicy Moon, which oh. is located on Sixth Street. Oh, love that place! You told me about that place. They are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Really? So, um, it's it's the owner is super nice. He's actually catered my whole precinct um, a little while back. He's the nicest guy. But uh, it's vegan Szechuan food, so they'll do like Dan Dan noodles with Beyond Meat. They'll do um dumplings with tofu and mushroom inside they'll do mapu tofu which is like tofu and chili oil Mm -hmm. um fried eggplant and it's you know it's 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 satiating food it's not like you're gonna um be like the skinniest thing in the world eating it like a lot of it is oil based and stuff like that but it's nice every now and then to try something that's like really good and it's um very ethnic because it's very uh like he doesn't go off the menu at all where it's uh, it's 100% Szechuan food, and it's 100% vegan as well. Yeah, I love it. It's really good. Like you said, maybe it's not the most healthiest thing, but man, do they get the flavor down. It's delicious. I had their Brussels sprout dish, and it was absolutely yeah. Oh. And um, then he even put some – I forget what the, the seasoning is called, but Szechuan food, like true Szechuan, it's supposed to leave your mouth – your tongue tingling a little bit. Yeah. And – he does that on some of the dishes. Like you could ask for it without it, but um. All right, dude, that cool makes so much sense. I had that experience when I had the Brussels sprouts. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know if it was a seasoning or if it was because I just got yeah. that day. But I yeah. was like, this is a little. It's got some. It's got a little something to it. <laughs> yeah, and don't, and don't get afraid of the name because he he can like make it not spicy too. So okay. it's not, it's not like only for people that like spicy food. Like he'll make it as spicy as you want it or not spicy at all. Gotcha. So I would highly. I would say it's my number one favorite restaurant. Um, All right, let's second, give us one more. Yeah. Yeah. So Organic Grill, that's on First Avenue and um, it's by St. Mark's. So it's like First and I want to say A Street. And uh, their food is really good. Everything is made in house. Um, they have veggie burgers, they make their own cheese. And it's kind of like they have a brunch. They have. Um, they don't use any of the processed stuff. They don't use Beyond Meat. They don't use Impossible. They don't use any of the okay. companies. Everything is house made. So it's super healthy and it's 100% organic. Okay. Um, What's the name they, of that place again? They, organic Grill. Organic Grill. Okay. Yeah. And um, a lot of uh, a lot of like marathon runners, like Rich Roll, um, Nimai Delgado goes there. A lot of the plant-based people, they go there every time they come to new york city and uh he actually has a podcast as well i think it's i forget what they call it but it's like if you just go on organic grills instagram it'll show you but really nice area uh it's been there like 30 years and it's nice just to patronize like a small place where it's like mom and pop rather than a you know a chain business yeah i love that nothing better than going to like a restaurant or that ha- that has some history you know what i mean yeah Cool, man. So you gave us two. You got one more? Got one more? Yeah, so I I always have to do a shout out for um, my friend, uh, Chloe Casarelli. Okay. And uh, she has been featured on the Food Network. Um, She's on Good Morning America. She's a, I always say she's a world famous chef. And she, uh, she actually got famous through Cupcake Wars because she won it. Um, and then she said at the end, like, oh, these are vegan. And then the judges were like, what do you mean? Like, like how can they be vegan? They taste really good. Yeah. Yeah. So she has a pop-up 
that is out of Craft Restaurant on 19th Street and Park Avenue South. And it, it does a pop-up every now and then because she, she doesn't have it full-time there. Okay. Um, but she'll do everything from seitan tacos, uh, seitan burritos, cauliflower tacos, matcha oh. green tea ice cream. Oh, um, oh sounds and amazing. And she's known for her for her baked goods. So she has cakes. She has uh, it, the options are endless. And I would advise you to go there like 10 minutes prior to being open because sometimes you wait about an hour and a half to get food. Oh yeah, that's always a good sign, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's always yeah, a good yeah. yeah. And most most of the people on the line aren't vegan or vegetarian or whatever. They just they're like, oh, this is trendy. I want to go here, and then they go back the day after, the day after, because she only does it about for three weeks. Cool. And uh, and she has a restaurant in well, it's a cafe in uh, Miami, full time. But okay. this is her. This is her New York spot. Okay, time. nice, man. I hope I catch her next time I'm in the city for sure. I'm yeah, I'll, I'll definitely text you when she's there. All right, sweet, man. All right, guys, so you got three hot spots, Organic Grill or Spicy Moon, and then always keep a lookout for Chloe Casarelli pop-up at Craft Restaurant. So, Yeah, it's called Supernatural. Supernatural, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, that's the name of the restaurant. Awesome, when, man. When she does the, when she does the pop-up. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm sure I'm sure that happens like at least maybe once or twice a year. I'm sure she tries to make it happen. Yeah, it's about twice a year, yeah. Cool, man. So um tell me more about your sister's business. How how's it been running uh social media for her? Um it's it's really cool cuz like I said I get to meet um a lot of influential people from it. Um so it really just started as a hobby for her. She works out of an incubator out in uh, Calverton, Long Island. And it's basically like you just pay for a uh, couple hours and then there's another person that comes in and after you and makes whatever they're making. But like you mentioned earlier, she makes rainbow cookies, um, oatmeal, cranberry, brownies. And yeah, guys, cookies. if you guys are listening, like I, those, all those cookies, if you go to the Instagram feed, you're doing a really good job. Like it is, it just looks so delight, like it's so delicious. Uh, yeah, you guys have to check it out. It's good stuff. Yeah, so like every now and then, if I'm off work, I'll help her out. So it's nice because it's like yeah. she has about four four employees, and it's not a full time thing for them either. It's more just like this time of year, it's very busy. Um, she's in certain Whole Foods in Long Island. She's in um, pretty much every Whole Foods in Long Island. But I would just send her a DM on Instagram just to to check them, uh, before you make the run out there, or just call them in advance. But she ships all over the U.S. Um, she's in uh, Wild by Nature is in Long Island. She's a bunch of places. She's in um, once one place in Manhattan, a couple places in Brooklyn. Cool, cool. And uh, yeah, just trying to help her get bigger, and you know, maybe one day she'll have her own store. Yeah, absolutely, man. Sounds like she's on her way. So if people want to find out more about her, they would just basically go to her Instagram page pride and joy as in like enjoy your life pride and joy yep. and uh yeah you guys can find her information there if you guys want to go to one of her spots and try out some of her delicious vegan sweets yeah even the guys at work they're like can you bring them in because i'm the only person that eats vegan at my job but like at least 10 people buy them religiously from me so it's so funny how 
they like they were dying over these cookies, but they, beforehand they would say, "I would never try something vegan; it would taste like chalk." You yeah, know? I'm telling you, vegan sweets are where it's at. Vegan sweets are where it's at. So you're 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 converting people left and right. I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, little yeah. by little. Definitely, man. Well, um, hey, man, thanks for sharing everything you did today. Um, we're gonna we want to yeah, kind of no. transition transition a little bit to our last little creative segment. Uh, I like to do on the show every episode, and it's called Peaks and Valleys. Tell me. You know, tell me something that you recently accomplished that you used to be struggling with or that you recently gained some clarity on the peak, something you've achieved, something that you got more clarity on. Tell me what's going on. What do you have to share? Yeah. So like I said, like I was, I've been vegan over two years now. So when you first learn about veganism and like animals and like that whole kind of feeling, you feel like you need to let the world know because you're like, this is the craziest thing in the world. Like, how do I tell everyone? But then people are like, dude, stop. Like, just relax. Like, I get it. Like, you don't eat meat. Yeah. And then I'm like, but I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand. And then the guys are, I work on talking one day about like Guinness. I'm like, oh, Guinness is vegan. They're like, shut up. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, sorry. And then my fiance sometimes <laughs> is a little annoyed by it. So I guess it's also, it's like, I've stopped with the whole like, you know, you learn to slowly talk to people about it rather than you don't want to be that person that like brings it up immediately. So I feel like I've helped with that. And then also rather than making a statement that you might just see on Instagram or sharing a post, you actually look at the research behind it. Cause there's a lot of flawed stuff that's out there saying that like broccoli has as much protein as steak. And it's like, I never thought that, but people do. And that's just totally wrong. Like you can't survive off just eating broccoli. So you know, I guess it's better with like, I'm learning more research, I'm doing, I'm looking at more research studies, listening to more like credible co- podcasts. So that would definitely be something that's, um, that's good with me that I've been doing more research in regards to um, studies and even statements and also learning more uh, about why to like learning about like blue zones and um, the the earth and how fish are dying and certain like things like that and rather than just making a statement that you, you're not really sure if, if it's right or wrong it sounds like you've kind of become more well uh well-rounded in your stance on like how to approach like sharing information and you know, i guess just Definitely. like yeah learning more knowledge about you know being plant-based and vegan in general yep yeah it's mm-hmm. awesome so um that's great man thanks for sharing that um so no uh, tell me some of the, something that you want to keep working on uh one of your valleys an area in your life that you are still working to get better at or that you're currently struggling with right now um i guess uh transitioning more towards whole food plant-based because at like sometimes it's easy just to like we talked about earlier throwing beyond meat on the grill um i want to really try to eat like more uh there's a magazine called forks over knives and that's uh it's really yeah, really good part of them yep yeah i actually have them right next to me um but uh they have a ton of recipes and i want to start eating more of that um because not really eating much processed food but every like couple days i might eat something that's processed and i want to really steer away from that and just get more of the benefits from plants in their original form rather than uh something made in a factory yeah definitely so have you have you tried like have you taken any steps towards that? Right. I've been doing it like ninety percent now, and uh, I just want to keep going more towards that direction. But it's I don't think it's going to be issues for me. Sometimes it's hard when you go out to eat 
you you're most likely you're gonna get like a the model places they do like the beyond meat impossible burger stuff like that because they try to be trendy but then you know it's better to steer more towards like whole wheat pastas with like vegetables and very little oil or no oil at all um but so i'm just really trying to work on that and sometimes it can be difficult if you cook yourself it's so easy but you just got to learn um with that magazine i would say highly pick it up pick it up it's it's a uh, 9.99 i got it at costco but they sell it at whole foods um probably more and more grocery stores are going to be carrying it and then you could also follow them on instagram and i would just highly recommend as it's little by little going more towards whole food plant-based because it's just the best way probably to be sustainable and use less plastic and you know in the future we really need to make sure we're making them the littlest impact on the world that you can. So our children, grandchildren and everything aren't dealing with our garbage. We left them. But yeah, I would say that that's probably what I want to work on right now. That's a good point with the going whole food process, processed food is still processed food. So it's uh, you know, you want to optimize your nutritional choices as much as you can. I love uh, Dr. Gregor's example that he gives to his people he talks to and you know every day you're always trying to choose the lesser of the evil so to say when it comes to your nutritional yeah. choices you know even if you're not plant-based and you're trying to go towards eating less meat or going more whole food what's the better option a triple cheeseburger or a single cheeseburger like go with the single cheeseburger yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> what's yeah. the better option having a, a buddha bowl or you're gonna have some kind of oily saturated salad that you know has a bunch of salmon and too much olive oil on it so it's always about choosing well, that's the, like the thing too with the dressings on salad. Sometimes it looks like soup, you know, it's like, True story. Yeah. you're eating probably like 3000 <laughs> calories and you had a salad. So you gotta like, it's a lot of things to look at, but I would try to get the dressing on the side when you get a salad. That's all I got to say on that. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks Tom for coming on and talking today, dude. It was, it's always good talking to you. Me and you can just chat for hours. Anything you want to leave with, uh, with people before we hop off? If they want to follow me. They could, uh, follow me on instagram yeah tommy889 underscore and you guys can check him yeah. out on instagram and um Definitely. yeah thanks again man for hopping on checking out guys thank you for listening in for everyday fitness radio my name is desmond you can follow us uh follow me on instagram and um at des harris fit and you guys can also follow me on facebook desmond harris and uh you can follow the podcast it'll be on instagram shortly everyday fitness radio and uh we'll see you guys next time Take care. Have an awesome day. See you guys. Good luck with everything.